She's been a trailblazer in conservation for the last two decades, and every bone in her body is filled with badass. She's the co-founder, director, and principal researcher of Elephants Alive, and she is the epitome of eco-warrior. On the line, Dr. Michelle Henley. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us a little bit. Now, you've been studying elephants for the last 20 years, but I want to know what got you started. So where did the love for them come from? Um, well, it probably started with school holidays, going to the Kruger Park, being a South African, and every school holiday I'd go with my family to the Kruger Park. And um, my mother has got a particular love for elephants, so she started out and she's an artist as well so she started out drawing elephant ear patterns and I got involved in that I mean I knew I always wanted to um, work with nature so I studied zoology at university but I soon became addicted to drawing elephant ear patterns and um, trying to understand the social landscape with my mother so I suppose that's the start of everything but there's always been a deep love and respect for elephants because they are socially such incredible animals and you never get bored watching them. That's such a beautiful story. Now, you did now mention the artist part of the family. So not only are you a part of this conservation, but you also write and illustrate children's book books. So how did that happen? Um, I also took art at school, so I do enjoy uh, making sketches of animals and elephants in particular. Um, and I did, I have contributed to some books, some chapters, um, and also, you know, a children's story that I wrote about two little elephants. So, yes, I mean, it, it all just comes from working with animals and trying to um, address the future, future generations. And I think they're critical in terms of conservation. So um, I also study to be a teacher, which I feel is important. So environmental education is quite critical in terms of, of reaching the younger generation so that they can continue with whatever endeavors we have as adults. So you've blended the art side and the education and everything just really, really well. So... How did the creation of Elephants Alive happen, and what exactly is it? Okay, so Elephants Alive is a South African NGO, um, and that, I mean, it all started with those drawings, because Dr. Ian Douglas Hamilton, who's um, the founder of Save the Elephants in Kenya, um, he got to hear about the drawings through his friend Marlene McKay, who was one of the landowners in the areas that that we working and so he encouraged Marlene McKay to start this project and at that point in time I was just finishing up my PhD in the private reserve in the associated private nature reserve and she encouraged me to start an elephant project as soon as I'd finished my PhD so that's where it all started it's got long roots um, because Ian Douglas Hamilton obviously studied elephants in the 19. 60s, 70s, and he's still studying it today. So he was the ultimate inspiration for taking those silly little drawings that we made in the beginning and making it into quite a substantial project. 
Now, how can I, a 21-year-old student, get involved with the fight that you guys are fighting? Well, I think there's, I mean, there's certainly various levels that we can raise the awareness for elephants. Um, I think possibly as, as a student, the first thing, I mean, and all students are very involved in social media, to um, like our Facebook page, to spread the word about elephants, um, and, you know, all that raises awareness. So that would be the first entry level. And then another level would be to, you know, to possibly visit the project and contribute to various projects. And then ultimately, you know, we can only continue doing the work that we do while we get public support financially. Mm-hmm. So um, there could be fundraising initiatives that we could start with students. I mean, it's always very um, inspiring to work with the youth, and especially if they're motivated to achieve things. So I would say that would be another very important level of participation. So conservation is quite a difficult job, both physically and emotionally. So how do you motivate yourself every day to keep on doing what you're doing? Um, so, yes, I mean, as I said, the fundraising is quite um, onerous at times. But I get my inspiration by having a few field days here and there mm-hmm. with my team. I've got a very wonderful team of young people that I work with. And um, my inspiration is when I can go and have a field day and... Um, look at the elephants and remember where it all started and also sadly remember how vulnerable they actually mm. are um, and that just motivates you to um, do whatever work needs to be done to make the, the NGO run. Now, what women inspire you? Um, so, obviously women that have worked in nature um, and specifically in elephants. So, Cynthia Moss, um, we started these ID studies in Ambrosili and Joyce Poole, who walked in Earth with steps. They have always been my ultimate inspiration. And then, of course, somebody like Jane Goodall as well. I mean, um, she's just so wise, and um, she really always talks of hope because, as you said, you know, there's a lot of doom and gloom in conservation, but somehow Jane Goodall always manages to point to what is hopeful and what is possible. And I, I really think that's so critical because if we feel totally helpless, then we're going to end up being paralyzed and not be able to make mm-hmm. a difference. So what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> um, well, oh, actually, talking about Jane Goodall, I remember when I was still at school, I went to go and listen to her give a presentation when she was visiting South Africa and I took... Um, a book that she had written, one of the first editions I took to her, and she just, um, after the presentation, she just looked at me for a long time and then wrote in that book, Follow Your Heart. Oh, that's beautiful. That was the best, best advice ever. So if you could go back in time and give 16-year-old Michelle advice, what would it be? I think it would still be that. Um... Pursue what you are passionate about because that's that's when you won't count hours, you won't count discomfort. Um, you will just follow and you'll know. I mean, you'll know when you're busy with your passion. I don't think you'll question it and it will carry you through very hard times and 
Um, yeah, so I would just, I would still say, follow your heart because that mm. will lead you in the right direction. That's, that's such beautiful advice, not only for 16-year-old you, but I think for every one of us that have, has ever wanted to get involved with conservation and the type of things that you are busy doing. So thank you so, so much for taking time out of your day to be able to talk to us and to inspire us a little bit more. It's only a pleasure and thank you for listening to me and I do hope that there are many young people out there and specifically in your university that are um, passionate about conservation. The world needs lots of people like that. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. It was really lovely to speak to you. Great. Keep well. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.